Let's go while we're young. I bet you slice into the woods a hundred bucks. Gambling is illegal at Bushwood, sir, and I never slice. B-Y-A Bushwood. <laughs> yeah. We're That's back, Corey boys. Co- you like that? Yeah. There's Corey it. Collins and Casey Earl Flynn. They're both in Denver. I am McGee. I am in Florida. I'm in Dania, Florida. And we're back. For all those uh, tax accountants we're that back. are looking for McGee, he's in Dania, Florida. Damn it. I shouldn't have said that. I mean, uh, <laughs> I'm somewhere. I'm somewhere. Uh, we're back, man. BYA Bushwood took a little break. Took a few weeks off. It was nice. I like this setup where we have a couple weeks on, couple weeks off, couple weeks on. It's, it's nice. great, man. It's great. And Master Chef, man, uh, I gotta tell you, you're the man, dude. You, you, uh, you're Scheffler boy, dude. I'm just, I'm so impressed, man. This, this kid's just coming out of his shell, yo. Yeah, he is, and he always was, and I'm impressed. Even though I called that he was coming out, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't ever call. He was going to win two out of three huge tournaments. I mean, he just made almost five million to bucks, bud, in three yeah, weeks. He's, so he's yeah, had a that's month. impressive. Here he's he goes. Had a hell of a month, man. Life changer, indeed. Just like stepbrothers, cashing Absolutely. checks and snapping necks. <laughs> Uh, so <laughs> the reason that we are back together is this weekend TPC Sawgrass. It's a Oof. pretty big tournament. The best part is it's got grass in it. It's the biggest. You know it's yeah. um, and it's you don't think the best part is that it's worth three. The winner wins three point five million this year, Greg. Holy mackerel. That buys a lot of grass. <laughs> I've played on grass like this before. <laughs> um, it's, it's, it's an amazing – it's like a, an amazing course. The story behind it is my favorite, where they bought the property for a dollar because the dude that was selling the property mm-hmm. knew that he had, the, he had the property at the end of the only street to get there <laughs> so he would he just built a gas station and then a hotel and then a restaurant and then etc knowing that he was going to get all the money of everybody going to and from the course genius it's genius it's, it's pretty cool we talk about it every year so at what point do we need to stop telling that story but never I like, dude i say we tell the story every year Greg. Casey, you're right never. ideally we are growing in popularity and we have new listeners every you're episode right. and from a year to you're year, right we right? have to have i didn't go into all yeah. the details i just threw you're out right. the little right. the little hey in case you didn't know it only cost a dollar <laughs> well speaking of a dollar gentlemen <laughs> here's 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 something that I find really cool. Speaking of our podcast and what we're doing here and what we represent as far as sports betting. And in 2021, the entire sports betting industry saw about $106 trillion in turnover. Wow. It's a record. It's, it's an unbelievable record. Now, check this out. In New York alone, which only legalized sports betting in February, has seen record numbers. billion in wagers over a five-week period compared to the other states that have legalized betting. So, yes, we are gaining in popularity, and we are going to be eventually one of the top podcasts, if not already, 
for people to tune in and listen and, and just get a good understanding of what is going on in the world of golf in sports betting and how much fun and how much money and how exciting you can increase your pocket, increase your cash flow, and keep, increase your overall stability of your livelihood just by throwing a couple, even 10, 15, 20 bucks, you can make tons of money. I, I love this, gentlemen. It's, it's, it's nothing but the sky's the limit for us. So let's keep on rolling in the wood. You know what I mean? Let's. So let's get thing. into this. All right. Let's get it. into this. All right. We have had a really good year so far, and, and, and it is important for us to keep it up. There are people listening, and, and we are paying their bills. It's fun, right? So um, let's start, start with this course. What, what, I mean, it's a Pete Dye course. I did a little extra research just on Pete Dye courses and who plays well on Pete Dye courses, you know, even because there is something that's like, uh, there's a consistency among them, you know, among the courses. And so you can kind of get some info from how people play on other ones, you know, for that you can use for this course. Um, you guys understand it. Like what it's right. You know, what, what, what kind of a golfer succeeds here? What what kind of a what kind of a game can dominate this swamp? Well, Casey, I don't know. I mean, I know you have a lot of input here, but the number one thing about this golf course is is you just never know. I mean, the way the conditions are, and I know I talk about this a lot as far as conditions, but the golf course. The rough is almost four inches deep. You know, last week, these boys, I don't know if you tuned in or saw what was going on, but, I mean, literally, John Rahm was like, two, Wednesday we went out for the Pro-Am and the greens were soft and the golf course was a certain way and we show up Thursday and it was a completely different golf course. And from Thursday to Sunday, you saw these guys just get beat up. I mean, they, and, and you know what? I, I, I like it. Just like John Rahm was saying in an interview he did, he's like, look, man, Arnold, it's Arnold Palmer's golf course. It's a golf course that he should want us to suffer a little bit. And most really great players in the game of golf, they want a challenge. They don't want to go out there and shoot, you know, whoever's going to make the most, it's a putting tournament and who's going to make the most putts to shoot 25 or 35 under par. I mean, I know as a, as a viewer, for me, I'm an avid golfer. I play a ton of golf. I struggle. I don't, I don't like to see these guys go out there and make eagles and birdies every single minute. I, I want to see them have the, the strife and the challenges and the problems and the issues that I go through when I play golf. So I agree, man. This golf course, the way it's going to be set up is going to be a challenge just because you've got to hit the fairways. Uh, the, the rough is going to be very penal. Um, you know, the holes, there's a lot of funky little holes, funky little shots. The number one factor in this whole tournament this this week is the weather. The weather from Thursday to Saturday, they've got rain. And then each day it goes from eight miles an hour. On Saturday, it's going to be 23 to 30 miles an hour wind. These guys are going to get pummeled. So if you I'll make tell the you cut. What, my sources tell me that last week at Bay Hill was so incredibly windy. Yeah. Like, it the, was the wind in Florida is different too, man. The wind in Florida, mm. there, there's you never know where it's coming from, and with the trees and all the shit going on, it knocks the ball down. It, it does a lot of really weird shit to the golf ball, and you just don't know. It, 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 the factor of wind, I'd much rather play in rain than wind, but they're going to have both. So, so this is telling me that we we should probably at least keep an eye 
on some of the Florida golfers, the Billy Horschels, the Daniel Bergers, the Kopkas, the guys that are uh-huh. that have that came up playing in these wins. I agree, or you know, Craig, just, what? Just other players, Texas, you know, Alabama, you know, any of those areas. I I personally kind of like, and I liked this before. I read about the weather and the conditions is at a course like this and there's some other courses down the road that I love, but a course like this, I always love to take the older dudes, the, I mean, the veterans, the smart dudes, like I'm going to put a five iron before that trap and hit another five iron chip up and put in. Um, It's why, I mean, Sergio Garcia has been here since he was a little kid, but, He's played well even as he got older. And I think – I really think a lot of these – I love a few older dudes big time, and I love it because they get it, man. If it's windy at certain courses in on their tour, they know 100%. Like, just don't even – I mean, literally play for par. Literally play for par. You're not even trying for a birdie. And if the wind's blowing at this course, I mean, it's just simple. I mean, just you lay up everywhere you go because it's another – this will be third week in a row with water everywhere. This course actually has less water than the last two weeks, but they just kind of get it. And we'll talk about who they is in my mind, but – yeah, I like before the we, veterans on this. Yeah, one, before we get into the guys we like, let's let's obviously we start with the hate, 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 hate. Well, hate. well before before we get into that, I, what I'd like to do, and, and 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 Master Chef, I totally agree with you, man. The reality is, is Jack Nicholas said it best, dude. Golf is a game of adjustments, and if you don't know how to adjust mm-hmm. and you don't know how to play within yourself and to understand what your game brings to the golf course, that's why we love golf. It's you and the golf yeah. course. It's not you and 11 teammates or 17 or whatever it is, and you're tackling another team. You're, you're tackling the golf course, and, and it's in you to understand what your adjustments need to be made to, in order to play your best golf and to bring out whatever your talents are and what, what, where your strengths are. But the, the number one thing about this particular tournament is there's this is the 48th player. There's 46 of the top 50 in the official world golf ranking in the field. The entire mm-hmm. top 65 in current FedEx Cup, FedEx Cup standings in the field, 109 PGA Tour winners, including nine players' championships, have been won that, of the guys that are in the field. And like you mentioned earlier about the prize winning, the purse of $20 million, it's up $15 million from last year. So 3.6 to the winner and everybody else that falls below that's getting a nice little chunk of change as well, because it's 15 million Mm -hmm. more dollars that gets to be spread out across the, 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 you know, top, however many finish 60 or 40 or whatever it's going to be. So there's a huge incentive for everyone in this field. And they're all the best players in the, in the game that are going to go out there and they're going to have to, again, adjust and understand what's in them to bring out the best in them to, to at least survive the cut and then make it to Saturday where, holy shit, it's going to be a whole different world, man, with the wind blowing. And I have a feeling, and it's, I think the only time there was a Monday finish in this golf course was 2005. And if you think about going back to what you said, Master Chef, is Fred Funk won in 2005. 
most mm-hmm. people probably listening to this podcast don't even know who Fred Funk is. And, you know, he's a short hitter, yep. and he just managed his game, and he won. He was and also the, one the of the founding members mm-hmm. of Parliament Funkadelic. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, check your facts. Check your facts. No, I, you know, it, I, what I'm saying is, is I agree. I, I, I agree with, 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 uh, with Casey in the, st- in the standpoint of somebody that, that understands our game and really will come to this golf course, just bringing everything they got for their talents and understanding what's going on is crazy. And Florida game, man, old guy game. Everybody's going to yeah. have the full, the full, uh, the 360 brim on their hat, mm-hmm. you know? Well, what's interesting, too, is if you look at the winning scores over the last six years, right, you've got Ricky Fowler, 2015, 12 under, 2016, Jason Day, 15 under, Siwoo Kim in 17, 10 under, 18 was Webb Simpson. He was 18 under, which was probably – He also the hit the – he tied the course record that day. That's exactly. like – Yep. Record. I think that was – I was going to say, that's a record. Him, yeah, him, him Kepka, and, and Matsi have all hit the 60 – I think it was 63 or something or whatever the – Oh, the one the round. Yeah. Oh, one round. Yeah, but the – Yeah, the one round. round. Yeah, yeah, the one round. And then you had Rory in 19, and it was 16 under, and then they didn't play in 2020. That's when COVID broke. Literally well, they played tournament. the one round. They just oh, played right, the first Hideki. round, and you I won. On yeah, because yeah. he had the course record, and he had the first yeah. first round leader. Yeah, so, uh, you know, and then last year, Justin Thomas pulls out at 14 under. So that you was know, right these, after these guys aren't taking that, it right crazy after deep. like his, his, his grandfather died and like that yeah, was like he, super he, emotional, right? I remember yeah, that. I picked him to win the uh, waste management Phoenix that's Open, right. and that's when his grandpa passed away, and then he kind of shit the bed a little bit, understandably. And then this um, it was a couple weeks after. And he came back and yeah, and he and he spanked him. So, you know, the reality is in a, a, for what this course brings to the table, it's a challenging golf course, obviously stadium course which is you know everybody's there's tons of things set up in grandstands and it's crazy what they've done with this this setup but a lot of amphitheater for people to enjoy there's going to be a ton of people there the weather's obviously going to be challenging for them i understand that but yeah the the golf course is is gonna is gonna show its teeth and think about this if you're hitting on 17 what they normally hit wedges nine irons max dude some of those guys are going to be pumping seven six six iron i mean depending upon the wind and what it's doing and you don't know i mean you've got literally uh mm-hmm. i think it's 81 feet from left to right and 62 feet from the front of the green to the back of the green so it's a it's 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 a bigger green than most but it, that's a small little target when when the wind's howling like that and you've got a seven iron in your hand you're trying to chop it down to hit it you know 170 yards if, if that's what the wind's bringing so it, it's there's going to be a lot of balls in the water boys it's interesting you brought up Thomas winning last year. There's never been anybody that's gone back to back in TPC Sawgrass. Nobody's ever well, done that. So maybe he's got a good shot one. this year, man. He's he's he's, he's okay uh, in, in nasty around. weather. It's it's really all about you know who can who can keep hitting shots in bad weather. That's the tough one. It's all about who's the bishop from 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 from, from Caddyshack. You know who's the bishop. Who's yeah, out that, there, you know. That's as far as winning, but Corey, Corey brings up something nice. Greg, this is a bet, and it always has been, is how many balls go in the water. Uh, you can either bet it at 16 or the whole course. That's kind of a fun one, uh, Corey, that we might have a 
maybe that's a good bet. Probably minus one hundred five to be, never take the it. over in balls in the water this I, week. I've never oh, yeah. seen that. I'll send it to you. That's fun. Oh, that's yeah. they fun. have it every over, Do we know? Yeah, what the that's a good one. Is? Well, if you saw last week at the Arnold Palmer, it was the record was I believe eighty five balls in the water over the four days, and they had got like. 30 on the first day or something so they were looking at that it might go over um and i believe it did but this 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 week always it will always have uh falls in the water on on 16 of course well let's just put it um, this way that's always a fun bet just take the I, over i, I just go i just go googled over. how many balls in the water and so for for just average people playing the t- pga tour estimates that somewhere near 100 to 120,000 golf balls find their way into the water surrounding the 17th green. Now, obviously that's a lot of playing and that's not just the pros, but um, uh, you know, the, what they say here is how many balls are hit in the water at TPC Sawgrass 2021, 17 played 143 yards on Thursday with wind helping from behind. They had 27 balls in the water. Just just on one day, that's twenty seven balls in the water. Which I don't know what the I don't know what the record is. I'm looking for what yeah. the record is for the day. You know what that is, but it doesn't it doesn't really say. But the bottom line is, is you know you're going to have a lot of guys going in the water, brother. It's just the way it's going to be, yeah. especially especially with the wind whipping. It's just the even though it's a bigger target, it's still a tiny ass target when that's when that when that wind is blowing it around. So it's a lot of balls. A lot of balls. A lot of balls. balls. All right. Well, listen. Before let's 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 take a quick minute and 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 we'll come back and we'll we'll put our balls on the table and we'll talk about who we like and who we don't like for the tournament this weekend. All right, guys. Sounds good, brother. Hi, guys. This is Timmy Nebraska with the, with the Nebraska Hour. And if you or anybody you know has a gambling problem, you can call one eight hundred five two two forty seven hundred. Or 1-800-GAMBLER. Or if you're in Indiana, you can call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. If you don't have a gambling problem, let's make some money. All right. We're back. Let's, uh, you know, before we get into who we like, we start with who we don't like. So, Casey, who are we fading this weekend, buddy? All right. Um, I'll tell you what. I'm fading everyone under about a hundred to one, first of all. And I do that kind of every year in this tournament. I mean, I think in the last ten years, Siwu was the only one who was probably about two hundred to one, but it's just so rare that a you know a super long shot comes in. Uh at, at a tournament such as this. So starting with that, but going up to the top of the dudes, I mean I think everybody's fading DJ. I mean, nobody wants to bet on him until he does something, right? Um, I actually, um, I don't know. I'm not trying to fade Scotty Scheffler, but when you go on a run like this, it's got to be tough, man, to play that many really almost perfect rounds in a row. But – I bet – I'll tell you what, I guarantee you that kid's in the top. Like, he makes the cut. But he's exhausted, man, and he's had a 
a good time. I actually don't like Cam Smith in this one for a couple of reasons, but I'm so pumped he's back on the tour, but or whatever, back. We haven't seen him in a few weeks, but uh, yeah, I just I, I, he's got an interesting iron game. They sort of I mean, he's either putting it one foot or off the green, and this isn't a place to do that. This is definitely not the place to do that. You can't really miss this course by many. And, and that's why I don't like Spieth again. I think I've faded, faded Spieth about four times this year. But it's just you, you can't miss by much on this course. And, and that that's pretty much it. I think at the end of the day, it's people, you know, when he goes past about 80 to 1, I don't like anyone under there. None of them. And not just to not win, but to, you know, maybe even perform well. I don't like anyone under about 80 to 1. I love about the top 40 golfers in the world this week. Yeah, so it's going to be a good dude. You got anybody, Corey? I know you're not really a fader. You got anybody no, you're worried about? I, I, I agree with the master chef. I, I think that DJ is, uh, you know, I just, I don't see it. Um, they've got them. I see points bet right here, 40 to one. Um, you know, I, I just don't see it there. Uh, Brooks Kepka, uh, you know, he might make the cut. I just, uh, I don't see him doing anything spectacular. Really? I don't Even think though, I mean, Kepka is, nope. is Florida guy. He's hit the course yep. record here. I've got a, I've got another Florida guy that I'm going to go with. He's got a history I, and he's got no. a, like a good history on die courses. Like, uh, no, you know. I, I agree. I agree with all that. I just, my gut and what I'm feeling. And, you know, a lot of times I'm wrong on these fades, but Brooks, I just, uh, I, I, he might make uh, the cut. I don't even, I don't think he's going to finish top 10. I, I'm with that Kepka fade a hundred percent. And I think, Delirious, I didn't bring it up because it's just – I mean, it's almost like – I almost didn't bring up Justin Johnson because I don't even know if that's a real fade, you know. Like, I think Kepka is actually a, more of a real fade. Uh, Corey's completely right. It's just – it's just more not his style. You know, this course uh, – I actually heard the rough wasn't going to be all that bad. It's more like where you position yourself when you do miss – and, you know, we'll talk about the guys that I like to do that, but these fades would be about people that just don't necessarily put themselves, even when you miss, you got to miss right, you know, or not right, but correct. Yeah, missing the right spot, yeah. Missing uh, the I, correct spot. And I, I, I like the I like the fade on that as well. Yeah, I'm thinking like Terrell Hatton. I don't see him. I don't see uh... – you know, even though I like Joaquin a lot and Joaquin's got a great game, I'm just not feeling him. Um, I would say, you know, the Cam Smith thing, I, I don't know, Master Chef. I think probably, you know, he pulls it off, but I, I don't think he goes top 10, but I don't think he goes too far off. I think uh, Shafle is going to be okay. Um, but, yeah, my, my, my big fade is DJ Kepka, uh, Spieth probably. I don't, I don't see Spieth doing too much. Um, They've got Louis Oosthuizen in here as well, and even like I said, Terrell Hatton. He's kind of a hothead, and he's got he's got some stuff going on. Who knows what he's got going there? So, and definitely Woodland, Gary Woodland. No way, I, I don't I don't see that happening. Agreed. So, 
those those are kind of the ones I'm thinking as far as fade action and, and not really going going strong with. The only person I would fade is just is is Rory McIlroy. Until I see him put a couple of days in a row together, I'm just like, there's no way I could put another dollar on him. But even though That's he had that one great too. round, he yeah, had a great round last last you know to start last <laughs> week. But by the end of the tournament, he was in his own head, and that's what he does, man. So yeah, well, you're right. Show something as far as consistency and 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 throwing it, throwing some back to back you know low rounds together and feeling yeah, you got to do it four days in a row, man. Yeah, yeah, that's what it's all about, hundred percent. So yeah, I think that's where I'm at from my standpoint, but. Man, as far as picking uh, picking guys to to match up and 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 uh, you know top ten, top five winner, uh, uh, man, there's it's a smorgasbord. So let me throw some names at you guys and get some reactions from both of you. What about John Rom? Casey? Well, I mean, he continues to um, not win, a but not even really be in the mix. Meanwhile, he he literally missed a six-inch putt by four inches short. Like Crazy. Did you guys see that, by the way? <laughs> Anywho. He's kind of uh, in my Rory basket. You know what I mean? Where I don't see so, I don't think great. You're so right. He's so in my Rory basket where I'm like, these two dudes are like, you know, making these really odd shots that's not them and it's not really any good golfer would make and those they're shots. they're supposed to and be they're good. Still, but, but they're still in the top 20 every week. It's so weird. I'm trying to give them a compliment where it's like, I mean, Rama's <laughs> having some, like, just bizarre situations happen, and he still is in, what, you know, 14th place last week. You know, I mean... It, literally him in his own head and same with Rory, them playing at their absolute worst is about top 15. And I say that because, man, they're, I personally think they're so close. I also am personally, like, interested in why they're playing so many tournaments. Rory's never played this many tournaments in this stretch before the Masters. Uh, John Rahm, I believe, maybe have tied his record of how many. I mean, they're like same with Kepka, actually. But these guys are playing for a reason, and I truly believe it's to really. That's what makes the number one world uh, player in the world is to, when you don't feel like you're playing that great, you play every week and you get this stuff worked out. You it's know, also the PIP money, Brody. Well, I'm not – I knew you were going to say it's the money. Okay, yeah. No, oh, specifically when you get, but it's specifically oh, well, that PIP, yeah, that PIP money, this new um, – Yeah, that, that, that gives everybody a, a big but, incentive to be a part of everything. So, that's yeah, fine. I get it. Yeah, 100%. But that's fine. I know what you're saying, Casey. I, I think I totally agree. John Rahm wants to be number one in the world, period, end of story. I think Justin Johnson doesn't give a fuck. How about that? When you go to – when you go to gambling, who do you want to bet on? You want to bet on the guy that wants it or the guy that doesn't really care? And I personally think John wants it. I think Rory wants it. Rory wants something. I don't know what he's doing right now, if he's working on his swing, or, but he wants it. I actually kind of like him this week only because he wants it like more than ever 
I can see it. I watch him. I mean, I watch golf all day long. I'm telling you, I'm not saying he's going to win this one, but watch out. He's not going to stop playing every tournament until he wins. And he's going to win this year, so get ready for one of them. Well, when you, um, look at, when you look at Rory and you look at Rom, what do they have in common? They both play really to good me in your field every year. Well, uh, those to are me. It's hunger. They just want it. They no, want I agree. Th- those are those are best. Great not answers. the second best. Not the third best. Not the fifth best. Those they want both, to be the best. Those are both great answers. But they've all recently had kids, right? They've all been, you know, th- their lives have changed. Uh, Rom, especially now, his wife's pregnant with a second kid. Now, again. I know you guys kind of harp on me on this in relationship of that, but I'm telling you, man, it changes your makeup as an individual. Right. Even when Sergio had his kid a couple you, years ago. You, you heard what I, mean? I said in my head that I didn't say out loud. <laughs> What's well, that? I was just going to be like, oh, this kid bullshit again. But yeah, there you go. No, I'm you, telling no, you, dude, it, great. it changes. I know, Corey, I'm laughing too because three years ago, my second year doing this podcast, I must have brought that up a few different times, and Greg, Greg got sick of it. So I've already exhausted this whole having a kid thing. So it's not your fault, and you're not no, no, wrong. No. I think it I'm has just something saying. to do with some. It, it's just no. you know, I mean, you it's, know, it, it changes perspective. It, it changes. Yeah, your, did it really change Dustin Johnson's perspective when he had a kid? Is he really still not the same not really. asshole he's always been? <laughs> Everybody is different, man. Everybody is different. Some saying, people are prepared for childhood or parenthood. Some people are unprepared for parenthood. Mm-hmm. Most people fall in that category. Some people do it well. It brings out the best out of some. It brings out the worst out of some. Let's not yeah. make, paint this broad fucking brush like, oh, <laughs> golfers make babies yeah. and then they're, they're more in hey. tune with the wind. All, the, all I'm saying is, if you look, if like, you shut the fuck the... up with that bullshit, dude. <laughs> <laughs> all, all the, see, this is what it's all Greg's about. Greg's right. You know, Greg, you are right. And it's but what I'm saying is, narrative. Like, it's, it's not, not even a bullshit like narrative. Real, none of you have like, like, show me stats to prove okay, that hold a golfer on, hold on. is better or worse after they have a baby. It automatically, across all golfers, when they have a baby, they're better or worse. I mean, come on. I would, I would, like, love, to see the, I would love to see the analytics on that. But here's the reality. <laughs> Out of the three guys on this call, who has kids? That. I mean, Me. not this I one. got two. Well, you have well, kids not that you know for. of. Casey and I might not. Yeah, I mean, we, we might just <laughs> have gotten saying, away with something, you know? I, all I'm saying is, as a person who's had a kid and has tried to play professional golf and lived in the professional golf world and understands the pressures and the things, especially nowadays with all the shit these guys got to go through, they got fucking 50 guys around them. They got a professional this and a professional that and a mental guy this and a whoever and a this and a, and a fucking who knows what. I'm telling you, dude, there is a little bit inside of them that is either a fire or it's a fucking water on the fire. And I'm, all I'm saying is if you look at Colin Marikawa, you look at Justin Thomas, Cantlay, Hovland, Berger, Scheffler. I don't know if Matsuyama has kids. Uh, Shoffley, Smith, Fitzpatrick. Uh, you fucking name it. There's, there's 20 names down this line that have great odds of winning this tournament. They don't have fucking kids at home. 
nor do they have to deal with whatever it is that they got to do to be a part of that kid's life. And that's all I'm saying. I'm not saying that, you know, I, I understand where you're coming from McGee and I understand Casey and the, and the, where it is. I'm just saying that there's a different dynamic to an individual. And when you look at Rom and you look at McElroy with what they've been going through over those and, and Rom, dude, I mean, this time last year, you know, he's fucking on, on fire and about to light up and wins the U S open. He goes fucking crazy. Then he has a kid. And ever since he's had a kid, he's been hot. He's been cold. He's been off. He's been on. He's been, you know, you know what I mean? So that's all I'm saying. That, that's my point. And, and I'm not saying that it's a hundred percent that the reason I'm just saying that there's a factor there and the kid factor Certainly, when you first have them. Now, a lot of these guys have had kids for fucking many years, so that might not be a factor. But when you first have a kid, when they're one to two to three years old, it's difficult. It's challenging. Yes, they got more money in God, and they can have a nanny and a whoever and a whatever, but they're still having to deal with the factor that these other guys don't. And that's that's my point. So, all right. So you're wife. actually saying though that they would do worse because they have too much on their on their plate, right? I now. would argue that they would do Which, better because they got more fucking mouths to feed. Well, and there it goes. That's what I that's where the flip is for me. It's well, like, here's dude, my this point. This is the three point six billion dollar tournament. And yeah, this is these but this are is my point. Everybody's different. Professionals. Everybody's yeah, different. Yeah. Some I people agree. are gonna respond well and some are gonna respond poorly. And some aren't gonna give a fuck because they're cold as ice on the golf course. But but that's what I'm saying. Right. The, the dynamic that we have here is that you have somebody that's been doing well and has a certain mindset for a certain long time that they've been playing golf. Rory and, and Rom, for example, and then you like it, like McGee. If 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 you had a twelve foot putt and you hit that putt, right, right before you hit the putt, I told you I'm going to give you a hundred bucks if you make it. It's a different fucking story. Man, give me a basketball and put me at the free throw line and put money <laughs> on it, and I'm taking your money. All right, it's just different because I didn't fucking grow up on the golf. Well, it, but if for guys that do, when when there's pressure, let on me the point line, out why your logic has... is garbage. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Please do. <laughs> if it was in some way beneficial to stay single and not have or not have kids, Ricky Fowler would still be winning or would be playing well in golf tournaments, and he's not. Well, so, he got like, married. Still a different aspect. I don't know, man. It's just yeah, hey, I, I I understand what you're saying and I completely agree with where you're coming from. All I'm all I'm pointing out is if you look at Rom and you look at McElroy and you look at what they've done over the last few years, obviously Rom winning the US Open, winning a good amount of tournaments, Roy McElroy, you know, he was a little ahead of Rom in relationship to having kids and doing that whole thing. But the reality is is all I'm saying is there's a different factor. There's a different mindset. There's there's different things going on in their daily lives. Am I going to be a different podcaster if I have a kid? Uh, you might not have as much time to do your Hold research on. and to figure shit out. Hold on, you do. Let me chime in. Let me chime in here. Corey, first of all, you're right. Greg, you're right. And here's how they both are correct. But this is why I think they're going to do well is because these last nothing against the Arnie and the Honda and the but these the golf hasn't even fucking started yet. These big that's why I'm saying these big guys, as in Rome, they're playing every week because they're trying to fine tune some shit 
And what are they fine-tuning it for? When they send their fucking families back home, like, now, we're not playing around. Like, this is worth $3.5 million. This is not some little fucking Hawaii tournament. This is time to get to business, and you send your family home, and you focus. You do that for a few tournaments all year. One is this week. One is in April. And honestly, the next one, I think, is a BMW. Of course, you want to win the U.S. Open and shit, but, you know, the, look at – no, this is a huge week. Families are gone. They sent them home or sent them on a trip, and it's time to focus. And the whole reason Rahm and Rory played the last few weeks is to prepare for this tournament, not who, the last one. Who had their who had their girlfriend on their bag recently? Who was that that had their girlfriend on their bag? Well, uh, Lee Westwood did yeah. last year. That yeah, was last and he was at all almost when won. he almost won. That's when yeah, he, shot, <laughs> he shot a seventy-five on the last day and lost yeah. by a stroke. Yeah. He was almost right there, won. almost, almost. And we talked about that, Greg. We yes, said, we did. He got married to some hot young chick. You like that narrative better than you like, <laughs> you know, if they had a kid or fell in love and actually got real married. But um, <laughs> anyway, there's – I do agree with Greg. There is no <laughs> narrative. The narrative is why are the best golfers in the world playing these previous tournaments that they've rarely played, don't give a fuck, and the answer is because they're fucking ready for this week that's right. $3.5 million, always, and I think Rory or Rom actually wins it. Or if you want to do well at TPC Sawgrass, you play Bay Hill, you play West Palm. Uh, fuck uh, yeah, that's right? what I'm saying. Because that's yes. what preps it. When you want it, it's just yes. like if you want to do well at the Masters, you yes. always go to the Houston Open right beforehand because it has a similar fucking layout, right? Like there's oh, there's certain like rules, you know what I mean? That's just, those are the rules right there. Thank you, Greg. I, yeah, and I personally kid, agree with that. If your kid's sick or you have a problem, then you might not be able to play and prepare. That's all, no, that's dude. All. If your kid's sick, your nanny's got to work harder, dude. Shit, man. Your kid, uh, shut up. You got to feed him, man. He can't be crying all the time. I love this, man. This is awesome. This is. I this actually. Is, I love I, this. Without saying any names, I know somebody who used to be the nanny for. A golfer, like, like we all know their name. You know what I mean? Like, we're all, we all know their name, and um, yeah, it was very much. Uh, I take care of everything. That guy goes to work every day. Like, like, yeah, there's yeah. No, no, like, I, I could, I totally can. It's, it's just there's so much money on the line, dude. Yeah, I there's agree. so yeah. much money on the line that, and you know, I know that golf's better than other sports. You have earning potential later in your career, etc. But really, the best golfers, they really only get a couple great shots at some of these big pocket, big purse tournaments. Yeah, I, I agree. And no, I, I, you, you guys are 100% correct in everything you're saying, and I agree with it. My, Listen, my point of view is just a little different. I but, love but being it, an uncle, but it's good. and I love some kids and all, and I care about their feelings and everything like that. But fucking <laughs> braces in college and cars are expensive. So, like, you get a chance to go get paid, whether you have – I mean, really, whether you have a kid or not. But if you have a kid and you have a chance to go get paid, you're, you're 
partners in parenting and your your support staff are need to be stepping up and holding it fucking down so you can go get the paper because that's, that's true. their responsibility. Like that's the in-laws and your parents and like that's what grandparents that's are what for. I was gonna say, to babysit what are the, the motherfucking kid while the, while you go get paid. while the husband goes win three point five mil. Yeah, there's a yeah, lot on the line, right? <laughs> Give me that. Give me those dead presidents, yo. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. Okay. Well, now so that we've we... all shared our, our stances on on, <laughs> on parenting, <laughs> let's get back to golfing again this weekend. <laughs> all right. So I got a couple guys that I think are good, uh, you know, from a long shot standpoint. Let's do that. that let's talk about up. some longer shots. Who you like? So uh, Kevin Kisner. I know I brought him up in the past, but – this guy's he's, he grew up in Georgia. I mean, he's played the golf course a ton. Yeah, he usually does similar, pretty well. Yeah. He he's he was uh, he tied second in, in 2015. It's a while back, but the bottom line is is he's done a lot of really top 20s, top 15s, top 10s Great ever nickname. since. And kids, and he uh, and, and he's uh, what is he? I don't even know. He's he's pretty high up there. I think he's 50, maybe more, uh, 60 to one. 80 to one. I, I don't even know, I don't have it but it, but it's a pretty good pick. I think he's no, he's 125 to one on points, bet. nobody uh, beats the kiss. Nobody the kiss. I love, I love the guy. He's just, he's, he's a short little fucker, but he pounds it out there and, and you know, he can, he can, uh, he can move it. First um, we're anti non, you know, first we're anti the childless golfer and now you're anti fucking short golfers. <laughs> just saying. Just say it, Casey, you know, is there? I know you're anti anybody beyond 100 to one, but who do you like in that 80 to 100 range? Because I'm in that range. I mean, what you got to at least have a look at well, Webb Simpson, who's fucking no, no. set the course Great. record, who's has a good history, and he's at 80 to one. Great. I like everybody at 80 to one. That's why I said <laughs> it just stops right there. You know, Chris Kirk just did so good, so many weeks, and this is the type of guy that. God almighty, when he's playing hot, he might, you know, do really good for, like, even up to 12 weeks, you know. He cost I me mean, some money in a matchup on Saturday. I'm but really good. You have Kokrak, you have Day, you have okay, Sergio, which is just – I mean, Sergio to make the cut uh, is just a 100% guarantee. So, go ahead and I, take the that. The only one that – the only one I'm even considering at that distance, at that around 80 is Webb. Although, if you Webb, want to go further past 80, right like I did consider for a second, I did look at like Luke Glover and I looked at Brian Gay and I looked at some guys that were really no, long shots. My, but, but like, like Webb Simpson, Webb Simpson, I mean, is I always do that. Sorry. Webb Simpson is pretty much the longest mm-hmm. shot I was even considering. Well, that That's, makes sense. Me he's too. Got a, he's got a track record too. Yeah. Yeah. He just won yeah, but right there, all right, I have different odds, but my eighty to one is Leishman, Henley, Answer, Simpson, Fleetwood, Garcia, Day, Kokrak, Kirk. I love that eighty. I mean, that's where the tournament starts for me. So when you're looking at yeah, uh top tens, top five, blah, 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 blah. To me, you start at the eighty to one guys and work your way up. And we only crossed out, you know, a handful on the way up from there. And that's at least what I'm looking at. But even Leishman, killer. I mean, he was right there with Monty the year it got canceled. Um, 
Yeah. I think, again, Sergio has like 18 for 18 making the cut or something just insane, plus a win and a couple of seconds. Um, I love the 80 to 1 group. I just, everybody I got, below that. What do you I don't got? Like ta- I got Taylor Gooch, my boy Gooch, at uh, 60 to 1 on my points, Bab. What do you guys have, Matt? Do you see him anywhere close to there? 60. I have him at 60 as well. Yeah. Which is, yeah. I mean, that guy's been playing solid. He's fucking pretty much in the hunt. Dude, are you kidding me? And he got, he got fifth here last year. I mean, he's, he's one of my top bets. Yeah. And again, there's going to be a bunch of those moving up from 80. I think, I mean, you get right into those 60s. You got Louis Uses, and I actually like Neiman, and I like Forshall again. I like Gooch, and I like these guys who are playing good right now for these top 10s because they're going to keep getting them. Well, going back, to your, going back to your Florida boys, like where I'm at, because he's 50 to 1 on my, on my side, points bet, is uh, Billy Horschel. Uh, that guy's yeah. been playing incredible. Yeah. He's played well both with this whole Florida swing so far. And, uh, I mean, fuck, dude, it might be his time. I was thinking but, about him, too. I saw him yeah, last night when I was looking. I mean, earlier this morning when I was looking, at, I saw him at 45 to 1, but 50 is even better. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, you're right. Florida dude, I mean, the only problem with him is he went to University of. Fucking Gator. My problem with him is he kind of wasted – he wasted three of, like, some of the best rounds of the year if you look at how hard that course was playing. And I wouldn't say wasted. It just is, man, that was brutal. I mean, that was his tournament to win, and he played better than anyone last week. And I don't know. He's going to be pretty bummed about it. Casey, you know he's better than anybody. You know this better than anybody, but time is never wasted when you're wasted all the time. <laughs> I do know that pretty well. <laughs> but, yeah, I like – I mean, dude, uh, there, the, the, the point is is that there's so many good opportunities here. And I, I think if you're, if you're picking anybody that's in the, you know, below 20 to 1, I mean, you know, that's still a good bet, but – you know, reality is, is, I mean, most of these guys right now, you know, you look at Cantlay. You look I mean, at Thomas, Morikawa. Morikawa. I mean, he's, yeah, but dude, I mean, he's, you know, I don't know, man. I, he's so good. If you're just going to pick a winner. Cantlay is I at 22 to winner, one I saw. I don't know if that's still the case. Yeah, it could be. I got him at 20 points. But I'll tell you what, man, I'm pretty locked in. I think I know who I'm running with, guys. I think I'm going to lock it. I think I'm going right, with Daniel Berger at 28 to one. Nice. Um, um, familiar with the wins. Yep. Hit, but he's, he's pretty uh, good on the die courses, you know. He did all right at Honda too. He had it going there, and then yeah, uh, he was playing well. Bed, he's been he, playing well of of recent weeks. Yeah. And so, um, I think I'm going with Daniel Berger, Florida State guy, not fucking University of Florida State. Yeah. Go Knowles. I mean, it's kind of hard to go against your boy Matsy, too. I mean, shit, dude. Shit, that, man. Just, I was thinking about it. Sports, man. I was thinking about it. He he is the man. But um, I got a, him at thirty to one. That's a fucking strong bet on my end. Points I may back. have some. I may have him in some matchups, though. We'll see. Yeah, matchups would be good. Uh, I think, boys, on my end, I think I'm gonna stick with my boy Billy Horschel. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna ride his ride his tail, and it's a good bet. Fucking fifty to one, that would pay out nice. Even if I put twenty bucks on it, 
I like that. I like that. You know, I like, um, God. I think Leishman 80 to 1 is by far the best value. I think um, Zalatoris and Fitzpatrick at 40 to 1 are incredible, incredible bets. You want to talk about a guy in the wind that could play uh, definitely Fitzpatrick, but Zalatoris can do anything. My thing is, I mean, you got to have the best iron player in the game, and that's Colin Morgano. So I'm probably sticking yeah. with him. Yeah. But as far as odds go, those are my other picks. Yeah, I'd say if you're just going to pick a straight winner, uh, really Marikawa would be the direction yeah, I'd go just because of what you said. But, uh, yeah, if, if you want to make some money and take a little bit of a chance, I think we've all got mm-hmm. some good names in there. All Agreed. right, guys. Well, we got it. We all got it, man. We all and we know it. how we all stand on children. And- I was going to say, I'm going to go try to make some new, <laughs> some more kids. So I got to, I got to hit it. But uh, I mean, I, I've, I've spent my whole life practicing, and um, I have no interest in, uh, in actually going through with the whole thing. <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, this has been a lot of fun, man. This is, this is good. I appreciate everything. Thanks for your insight, gentlemen. You're um, and then we'll do the, we'll talk next week after the tournament. We're doing back to back weeks, right? What's next week? When's our next tournament? Yeah, I don't know. What do we got, Master Chef? Hold on, I got the schedule right here. Let me look. Um, no, Masters is next. No, we have TPC. Yeah, we have TPC, and then next week. Oh, and then we're next. Next we have another month off. Although maybe we'll do a little something. Maybe we'll get hey, together and we'll do a little something me? on the WGC match play in Austin. Yeah. I'll, That's I'll two that. weeks from now. We could do a little do we that. could do a little draft. We can each pick a bunch of, of golfers and see whose golfer yeah, takes it down. Yeah. And uh for everybody listening, make sure you put Great. Your can bet, you not hear bets me? in. Yeah, oh now hear I hear you. I didn't hear you for a second. What what are you saying, buddy? Uh I was just saying the Masters is next. Right, but in the meanwhile, there's the match play in Austin. And maybe we do a little we do a little bracket draft type situation. Oh. All right, never mind. I like it. Oh, yeah, there you are. <laughs> um, all right, I'm well, this was here. awesome. We'll figure it out. We might be back for Austin for the WGC Dell Tech uh, match play. Um, and if not, we'll see you for the Masters. And we'll definitely do a little recap on uh, probably Monday, probably not Sunday night, probably Monday. Yeah, the Masters. All right. uh, hey, everybody on the fantasy, put your, put your bets in, baby. Let's go. Uh, we'll talk soon, guys. Thanks. Thanks, gentlemen. Have a good night.